Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Leave it back. 
morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now, we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, are you looking for a radio broadcast that is fearless in sharing the word of God? Then tune in to the New Creation Christian Radio Network, where you get the uncompromising word of God and praise and worship 24-7. Go to newcreationnetwork.org to listen live and be sure to download their app. That's newcreationnetwork.org. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today I want to talk about this is a one way. That's right, this is a one way. And the foundation for this text is found over in John 1. And it reads, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not amen and let us pray heavenly father i come before you right now in the mighty name of jesus and i just ask that you bless the people of god that's listening to the sound of my voice father i just thank you for being the only wise god a great god indeed you are jehovah rapha our healer you are jehovah jiber our provider you are the god of peace we thank you for sending your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and personal Savior. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask that you continue to press upon us. I ask that you bless this word that is not hindered or unchecked by any outside force. Jesus, we thank you. You are our Prince of Peace. You are our hope for tomorrow. You are the light of the world. Holy Spirit, I ask that you water the word that is sown in our hearts today, that you turn the river of my heart as I speak your word wherever you want it to go that you guide me in the word and that the word does not fall by the wayside and thank you for sowing the word in our hearts continue to bless the people of god and let signs wonders and miracles happen after this word i give you all the praise honor and glory in jesus mighty name amen and amen this is a one way you know i was sitting and talking to someone and they were talking about how there are so many different ways so many different religions out there i just said okay okay i get what you're saying you know people want to believe in confucius they want to believe in buddha they want to believe in nature they want to believe in the universe they even want to believe that nature is a type of light but how many people know that there is only one way and that way is jesus christ there is only one way to god in his butt by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Say amen to that. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and let's go back to john 1 1 through 5 and it reads in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not 
say amen to that so in the beginning was the word there was darkness in the beginning and the word was with god when he created the word created in the beginning now the word in which we are talking about that's jesus christ he is the light the darkness did not comprehend the light it says that in john 1 and 5 and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not jesus is that light how do you know that pastor michael let's go further let's prove it let's start at john 1 and 6 it says there was a man sent from god whose name was john the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that's jesus christ we're talking about the light that shineth in the darkness where darkness does not comprehend that light that all men through him might believe he was not that light that's talking about john john was not the light but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light not nature's light that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world he was in the world and the world was made by him the world was made by him once again creation that's jesus christ the light the true light and the world knew him not it says that he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name his name is jesus jesus christ is the true light of the world and let's go over to john 3 16 and it reads for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life amen this is a one way so you know one morning i was talking to the lord about how much he loves me yeah i'm the alpha of his eye and while doing so he showed me something he pointed out to me how people continue to get in their cars and turn and drive down the wrong way they got into their cars and came down a narrow one-way street now to the untrained eye the street looks peaceful it looks peaceful enough to make a quick u-turn just to get to the next destination however my friends people fail to realize that they are risking their lives by driving into a major cross street where cars buses and trucks don't even have a stop sign let alone a car that desires to turn the proper way into the street so get to the point pastor when we are being pulled by the ways of the world rushing through life and not taking time out to study the rules we are headed towards a collision listen don't let the pressures of this world make you keep turning not accepting that there is only one way to get to god that way is jesus and let's look at some scripture proverbs 14 and 12 says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death mm. now thomas asked jesus about the way and jesus let us know them. he said i am the way let's go over to john 14 5 through 6 and it reads thomas said unto him lord we know not whether thou goest and how can we know the way how can we know the way jesus said unto him i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me amen somebody say this is a one way and for the believer keep believing don't turn at the day of adversity it does not matter how much money is in your bank account it does not matter if somebody abandons you it does not matter if the school lets you go it does not matter don't turn there is still only one way proverbs 4 14 through 15 says enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men avoid it pass not by it 
turn from it and pass away listen don't despise the word whoso despise the word shall be destroyed and that's in proverbs 13 and 13. people 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 look we are made to look to jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith the true light of the world amen this is a one way and jesus christ is the way this is a one way this is a one way i hope this helps you i hope this blesses you be blessed amen and amen hey this is pastor michael bailey thanks for listening to the leaders of faith show morning cup of bread now if the leaders of faith show is helping you out please be sure to share with your friends on social media as well if god has put in your heart to help our ministry grow go to our website trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith once again thank you for listening to the leaders of faith show morning cup of bread be blessed hey if you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered with the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email. Prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org.
To remove that label, that title, that position, or even that social media status and focus on your kingdom status by knowing you belong to God first. And when God is first, that's when you can fit in even when you don't because you know you belong. Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author D. Michelle, once again empowering you how to not fit in when the world tells you to just wear a title or label. And I'm excited as always, especially today, as I'm sitting next to Patty Garibay, who is the CEO of American Heritage Girls, a national organization empowering young girls to really live out, not just vocation in the sense of in the marketplace, but what is their true calling and purpose in God? So welcome to the show, Patty. It's good to be with you, Michelle. Yeah, so I invited Patty today because we're going to be talking about courage. Mm -hmm. And she really just came to my heart when I was working on the Workplace Devotional Manuscript for You Belong in this realm of courage. And the scripture I want to share with you guys about courage is from Deuteronomy 31 and 6. And it reads, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord, your God, will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Deuteronomy 31, 6. And I think Patty has a very courageous story that will um, 
really challenge us, and I'm sure the scripture will speak to her. But I just want to hear your thought as you heard that scripture. Mm, I, it is such a true, I mean, there's truth all in the scripture, and that's why I just want to cleave to it. Um, where the Lord, if he calls you to something, he will be faithful to it, and he will give you courage that you never thought you had. And he will be um, right there ahead of you, as described in Deuteronomy. And such was my story, really, is that the Lord came before me. I had no idea what was going on or why I was being called into this place or space. But rather, he was calling me to go into an area that I had been very good at for a long time, yet I didn't realize how I needed to integrate scripture, and it had to be in its entirety into this calling, which was a volunteer calling, by the way, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I had been a volunteer in the Girl Scouts USA uh, for 12 years prior to beginning American Heritage Girls. And I use that as a ministry place for mm -hmm. um, me to minister to girls of all backgrounds and faiths to really share the gospel. And it was a safe place for me because I had been a Girl Scout. My mom had been my leader. But there had been some changes that occurred. Mm -hmm. And I had to come to that place where could I continue serving this organization in a ministry context, or was I to try to make changes to mm -hmm. what was going on, or was I to perhaps start something new? Little did I want to start something new. That was not in my plan, but what I later found out, it was in God's plan, that yes, indeed, just as in Deuteronomy, he had made the way for this. And so trying to make changes in the Girl Scouts over the years about their falling away from a Christian emphasis or a God-centered emphasis um, and going into moral relativism and a lot of other issues that were not aligned with my Christian faith. And then not being open to changing or to listening to reason from a lot of their Christian um, stakeholders, it became evident it was time to start something new. Mm. And I did not feel like I was part of my old group with the Girl Scouts any longer. And that was my life mm. when I took this stand. It was a lonely time. Mm. But it was a good time for me to sharpen myself, to understand who I really was and whose I was. Mm. And what really mattered, was it the camaraderie of those volunteers that I had made friends with, or was it being in the direct will of God the Father? And I can tell you 24 years later, Okay. So over those 24 years, can you share with our listeners just what that critical moment was like where you felt like, to put it in our terms here, you felt like you didn't belong, it sounds like. So mm. tell us about that moment. Absolutely. I mean, it was to the point where in my, my community in northern Cincinnati, I had been known as the Girl Scout lady. I bled green, and I started new troops. I uh, All of my friends were there. I ran three troops, and that was my social and emotional support. But when I made this proclamation that they are doing something that is not aligned with my beliefs, and I, I was readily available to say, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. People knew that. But I think a lot of other people were like, can't you just let this thing ride? Mm -hmm. This isn't that big of a deal. What are you getting all upset about? And then the adversary started to work on my own mind to say, really, it's not that big a deal. You could run a Christ-centered troop of your own, but yet I would be supporting something in the hole that was not of him. And so I would go to the grocery store, something as simple as that, as a mom of four kids. I was at the grocery store a lot. 
and I would see my friend from back in the day with Girl Scouts just a week ahead. Mm-hmm. And she'd suddenly go down the other aisle. Oh wow! You know, and I'd start to see people dart away from me. I would start to see that that look in my eye and the quick drop that we often know when we are really alone on this gig. Yeah. And for a girl that liked to be liked, mm. my entire time as a child, as a third daughter, I was trying to do things that were special to me so I could be noticed. That was really hard. That was a desert place for mm. me. But God wanted me to be in that desert place so that I could resurrect Mm -hmm. into a courageous woman that says it's okay you know A.W. Tozer said a man after God's own heart doesn't care what even his friends believe wow all you care about is what God believes in right and who he sees you as and so I'm on the other end now my new friends Mm -hmm. that have been developed through this new ministry which is now 24 years old not so new have been the delight of my heart. They have fulfilled every desire I've ever had. And my desire to be liked is no longer by man, but rather by the Lord. So Amen. it's been a great journey. Amen. I love what you share there about huh, we're not just like, we're loved by God. And that's so much greater than any approval we could have from man. And so just um, give us a window into American Heritage Girls now and tell us um, just about some of the programs that you have or different things that help young girls try to overcome that wanting to be liked oh yeah it's a big one and you know today the wanting to be liked is different than my day wanting to be liked for me it was my peers it was live human beings and mm-hmm. today is social media likes it's mm-hmm. even more you know superficial than it was back in my day so I feel like the girls today have a little extra that they're fighting right and although we are still wired for relationship the Lord created that What we are trying to do in American Heritage Girls is to help girls develop real relationships with like-minded girls that can help them raise up in their faith, to help um, give them leadership opportunities and tools to be able to be great influencers, influences for the positive, to help change this nation into a God-loving nation. Because, you know, we know the power of the woman. The hand that rocks the cradle rules a nation. There's incredible power and influence by women. And if we take it and harness it, not because we have girl power, but rather the power of the Holy Spirit in the girl, great things can happen. And so what we're seeing in HG is just a calling on girls' lives to know who they are, whose they are, to determine along the way what skills they're blessed with, um, both spiritually and academically, um, athletically, mentally and emotionally, and to help them realize their vocation for the future. And I like to say the word vocation versus occupation. Um, back in the day, vocations were known as the, the job that you would call that you would actually engage in because it was a calling, a vocal mm-hmm. calling on your life. Notice, Michelle, we've changed that word from vocation and kept it only for the religious. Mm-hmm. And now we call it our occupation. What will that be? But as Christians, we know we need to merge the two. The calling into the occupation becomes our vocation. And so we help girls identify what that might be. And we do that not just through earning badges, but also through serving others, because that helps to identify the passions of our heart, is what turns us on when we serve. So there's a lot going on in HG as far as friendships and learning skills and learning leadership and also serving others that really develops a girl into a God-loving young lady. Of, of the Lord. 
Thank you for sharing that. And I think through the different programs you have, you're right. It's not just about badges, but connecting what we're talking about, courage. I've seen, just because I've had a chance to experience AHG and travel with them on regional uh, conferences and to see how a young girl who may in any other environment would have been nurtured and she'd still be in her shell. But I think through AHG, they have courage mm -hmm. to come into who they are and really know who um, their calling is. But also just experience, I think, even more about how do I live in the world and not of it mm -hmm. at an earlier age. Yes which is great for those of us who figured it out later in life uh, in the marketplace that, hey, this is kind of weird for me. What, who am I really? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. So I applaud you and taking that courageous step over 24 years ago now. And just want to ask you uh, if you had any advice for a new young person entering the work world, just what would your three like nuggets be worth of wisdom about how to have courage to be who you are in the workplace? Absolutely. I think for me, it, it's very important to be dealt into the word. Um, the word, the scripture tells us who we are. Mm -hmm. And those promises that the word gives us helps to formulate who we are. And if we can have that identity around us rather than what others, what human beings are thinking about us, um, that helps make all the difference because you really have an audience of one mm -hmm. when you are a believer. So your boss is one the Lord God. So if you're true to him in the workplace, he will bless you. You know, he maximizes time. He maximizes effort because he can do that. And so knowing that we're true to God and that we've done everything we could to serve him that day will create a successful environment for us, even in our secular career, if it chooses to be a secular career. Secondly, I think it's really critical to be courageous. Know that this is not, this world is not of him. We are waiting for the next one. Right. And so if we know that this is just for a time such as this and we must influence well while we're in this stage, um, that will help us a great deal. And I guess thirdly is, is to humbly approach the throne through prayer. Hmm. And I like to say, don't pray because you feel obligated to do so. Pray because you desire that relationship with God, that you are consistently and constantly praying. It's a conversation that never ends. And that is how I have been able to navigate some of those rough um, desert times that we all will have when we're looking over at the abyss rather than at the, the fruit of the mountain. Um, and that those things will help us to really get through the seas that are very complicated. You know, because in this world, storms are the norm. And we've got to be able to ride those waves. And so those three things, I think what I would do is tools. Thank you for sharing that. And I just love that what you were sharing, I've seen your office and your employees live that out. As you were talking, I was just reminded of the prayer room. Mm, yes. And I remember when I first was working with AHG, I was a little shocked, like, oh, they got a war room up in here? Okay, what's this about? But it was so awesome. And, but, you know, in my mind, even though I'm a believer at work on purpose, I still was like, mm, I'm never going to use that prayer room. I'm just a consultant. But I remember one day it was a lot of stuff going on, and even with the people I was working with, and it was like, why wouldn't I, you know, take advantage of this is here, let me go into this war room and pray. And I saw some amazing things from that. And not just the war room, but a time together where the staff comes together and prays yes. together for the different truths, which just so you know, this courage step has led to over, okay, how many troops now? There's over 1,200 troops, 50,000 members. 
50,000 members in the United States mm -hmm. and 16 different countries. 16 mm -hmm. different countries. Wow. Mm -hmm. One courageous small step around a kitchen table mm -hmm. led to a worldwide ministry mm -hmm. touching the hearts of young girls for God's glory. Mm -hmm. How great, how marvelous. Patty, thank you for your courageousness. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. God bless. God bless. Once again, thank you to Patty Garibay, the CEO of American Heritage Girls, a worldwide ministry dedicated to changing girls' lives and in leading them towards a more Christ-centered life. For more information, please visit www.americanheritagegirls.org. And then Patty's interview, which we were talking about courage, and we started out with that scripture in Deut Deuteronomy 31 and 6, we heard... God go before her. He went before that pivotal mo moment when she realized, you know what? Hey, I don't belong here. She didn't say it that way, but that's what that moment was when she saw an organization's vision and mission going in a direction that really didn't align with her purpose, with who her, who she was, and knowing that she belonged to God first and foremost. And I love that summary there at the end with Patty where she shared some inspirational three nuggets there. That one, we got to keep the word first. And knowing in that the Bible is our training manual. That, you know what, as we go off to work every day, we have these policies and procedures or uh, operating manual on how we do work. But none of those compare to the operating manual we've been given in the Bible and how to conduct our life. And two, I love that reminder, especially as we go down this path of belonging and knowing we belong to God, that you know what? The root word of belong actually means to have a place, to feel like you have a home. So I love in Patty's nugget she shared about the world is not our home. When you know you belong to God, you stop trying to fit in to what the world has patterned and know that because of your kingdom, identity, and purpose and calling that you can fit in wherever you are because you know your home is not here that your home is with God and you can have that wherever you are in life so I love that point too knowing that the world is not your home and last but not least is prayer and that's a place of surrender a place of humility knowing that in everything we do that we are putting Christ first and so in doing that I, I just thought it made a lot of sense for this episode we end with a word of prayer so father god we thank you we thank you for being thank you for your love thank you that it's greater and more filling than any likes or comments any promotion or raise and your love gives us the courage to have relationships where you are the center so God, right now, I come lifting up to you each and every listener for courage. The courage to love the unlovable. The courage to speak truth in love versus silent disagreement. The courage to say yes to things we would normally say no to. And the courage to say no to the things that do not reflect that we belong to you no matter what. It's in Jesus' name that I do thank you and praise you for being the God of Deuteronomy 31 and 6 who goes before 
us, who will never fail us, and who is God with us, because we belong to you. Amen. And that's all we have time for on this week's episode of You Belong. As always, I'm your host, author D. Michelle. Reach out to me on Instagram at author D. Michelle, and that's two L's in Michelle. And on Twitter at Know You Belong, and that's K-N-O-W, You Belong. Remember, keep God first, and you might be pressed, but don't get stressed. You've been blessed by the best. Love you.
Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the Inspired by Faith broadcast. Well, it's been real. Mighty Mikey Mike has to take off. I have to go. I got to do something else. But I pray that you all be blessed. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come, and blessed when you go. Be blessed. Amen. Hey, tune in to the On Demand Inspired by Faith broadcast. It is a new wave of faith-based radio. Listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time. Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net.